the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us. Now, God, we know that we all have sinned and have fallen short of your glory. But yet, God, you have been good to us. You have been faithful to us. Now, Lord, we are unsure of how this pandemic is going to end around this world. We're clueless to what's going on around us, only depending on the news media as they get the information and give it to us. But God, we're still trusting in you because we know that you're still in charge. We ask that you would keep your hand on our president, vice president, the entire White House staff, every governor, every mayor, every county judge, every senator, every pastor, every first responder, that you will continue to hold us and give us wisdom and knowledge, and that you will continue watching over your people, that your spirit will comfort those who have lost loved ones. And God, we're not putting special attention on this virus because people die every day. But God is just something about this time. And the fear that your people is experiencing, God, is because no one really know or have an answer to what's really going on. But God, we pray for all of those who are struggling, the researchers, the scientists, the doctors, who's trying to find a cure. And God, we know that you're watching over everything. And we thank you, Father, for all that you have done and what you're doing. And if you never do nothing else, God, you have done enough for this world. And God, we ask you tonight as we study your word that you give us full assurance by the power of your spirit and your word that we know that you are in control. Now, God, as we follow the instructions of our president and our governor, our county judges, our mayor, and first responders, God, we trust in you, but we also, Father, want to be cautious in how we handle this and follow their lead, but we know that you are out front because you said in your word that there is no power that no man have that you have not given it to them. So tonight, God, we still trust you. In Jesus' name, we give you all the glory and the saints shout it. Amen. All right, if you would turn with me in the book of Hebrews, chapter 12 and verse 2, I want to encourage you in the word of God as we look into God's word. And what I want to encourage you with tonight is that it is time for us to reset our focus. Reset our focus. If you want to shout that with me, reset, reset. our focus. It's time for us as believers to reset our focus on important things of life, uh, not so entangled with the things that's going around the world, but reset our focus. Uh, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2, the writer says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now, again, for a few moments, we want to talk to you all about reset your focus because life itself can get us off focus. And if we think back over life, uh, most accidents that causes problems or, or, or debt to others is people who lost their focus. You know how it is? We all have done it when you're driving and your cell phone 
falls on the floor, immediately you lose focus because the cell phone is just on the floor, but immediately we take our focus off of everything, and what do we do? We go for that cell phone, and then when we look up, it doesn't happen. So what we have to do is focus. Here's another one. You cooking your favorite food, and then you're watching your favorite movies. That's why I learned, don't watch your favorite movie while you're cooking, because you'll get so I'll focus on the cooking that's important because you can rewind the movie and all you're doing is watching the movie. And while you're watching the movie, then now your rice done burned or your pork chop done burned. So you have to sometimes stop stuff and only focus on what's important, you know. Uh, only focus on what's important because what's important is, is what, what you have to focus on. And this is what we want to encourage you with the word of God tonight is don't let nothing, be cautious, but don't let nothing get you off focus. Now, oftentimes, you know, we, we, we like, like in other words, don't focus so much on the virus uh, or, or, or people focusing on dying from the virus and you lose focus on everything else. You lose focus on how to live, you know. Uh, so you have to practice, as they said, to practice social distancing. And I'm using this for an example. So that means that you have to get back some, you know. So you want to you wanna reset your focus. Because, in other words, what's going on in our world today is getting a lot of people off focus because most people now are focusing more on the virus than God. And what we need to be doing now is resetting our focus because what should we be doing, Bishop? You should be praying for the president and staff members, the governors, the senators, it's not about political parties. See, I believe this, that anything happens, God has the authority to stop anything. He's in charge. You know, you know how sometimes when, 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 when grandma tell you, boy, don't touch that heater or you're going to get burned. And then, you know, as a child, you look and you're laughing because think it's a joke. So you do this. And you ain't going to touch it, but you just get the kick out of them saying, boy, I told you not. Then all of a sudden, grandma get quiet and don't say nothing. And now you touch it and she hear the scream and all she do then is say, I, I told you, you learn now. So what we should do is reset our focus on who God is. Even God, I'm not saying God did it, but God's word, he say, look, I'll send diseases in the land that you won't have a cure for. So God, everything is in God's control. So now it's time for us, because of all the bickering that's going on around the world, pastors against pastors and churches against churches and, and, and Republicans and against Democrats and everybody, blacks against whites and Korean, all of this stuff is going on. But now this virus have brought all of us together now. Because what you was focusing on is no longer important. So now this virus got everybody's attention. Because where, where uh, white people may be a little inferior when they see a black person walking with their pants down, they're no longer thinking, is this person going to rob me or not? You know, they can see another white person. And this could be vice versa. Uh, they, and I'm just using this because this is some of the stuff the truth that's been going on in our world. You know, now, you know, as most people say, and I tell them I'm the first one too, if I'm walking down the sidewalk, and I don't care, it, it could be black, white, or what have you. If I see two or three people, regardless of their color, and, and they kind of like look rough, well, or, or even if they don't look rough, my mindset goes into survivor mode that, 
What if they are this or what if they that or what if they trying to rob me? Because nowadays you can't really tell who is who. They robbing you in suits. So the thing of it is, is that now everybody is focusing on this one thing now. Because right now it ain't about the black person with the hoodie on. Oh, you <coughs> do that, it get everybody attention. Corona, you know, because it has no color barrier. But they have sent out some reports to tell us as a black people, we have to do better because of our health and everything. So we have to do better. So we need to be cautious too. You know, the first rumor was black people can't get the corona. You know, I, you know what? I don't even focus on social media no more. My whole focus is paying attention to the news, but the news comes secondary. Everything I'm looking at is God. So the scripture is telling us, look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. So the position of our focus determines the progression of our story. Faith demands that for us to focus on a constant object and the world we live in is never constant. So the only thing that we can focus on that is constant is Jesus Christ. Because when we look at what the world does and it become a constant uh, object, then we have to be careful. Now, surrendering your focus on the world and its events mean that you will never have a moment to rest. This is why you just can't put all of your focus. You have to reset your focus because if you're thinking about, oh, man, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the coronavirus is out. If you're focusing on this, then what's going to happen is, again, so that's why you have surrendered your focus on the world and the events that's happening in the world, and then you'll never have a moment of rest or no, not enough time to spend with Jesus, talk to Jesus. I, when I'm praying, I say, Lord, you know what? I don't know what's going on. I don't think nobody in this world so far know what's really going on or how to deal with it. So God, I want to focus on you. God, keep our president and everybody else Focus on what they need to do to resolve this problem or this issue. You know, uh, I could do like everybody else. I could speculate a whole lot of stuff. I could say maybe God trying to get our attention. Uh, I could say uh, the devil is doing it. Or I could say the evil of man. The, the point of it is this, is I don't know. And I don't think nobody knows. Even if you know where the source of it started, you don't know who allowed it or what was the purpose of it happening. So we have to reset our focus on God. And at the same time, we still have, it's nothing wrong with being cautious. Now, I, 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 I don't, I, now listen, I don't want you to think that being cautious does not mean that you don't have faith. You know, the Bible never say that fear is not there. The Bible just simply say God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. But at the same time, the Bible tell us we have to be cautious. So just because you, you're walking not in the spirit of fear, but you're walking in the spirit of power and love and of a sound mind, you still have to be cautious. In the book of Peter, he said, I want you to beware of the enemy, he's like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So we have to be cautious with our surroundings, you know. So I have no problem if they say wear a mask. I don't mind wearing a mask because I suffer from, from allergies every year. You know, I thank God that we haven't gotten into the high point of it but I've been feeling it, you know, and I'm like, oh, Lord, I wish the rain, not enough rain to wash this stuff away. Grass pollen. I don't know how many other people suffer from allergies, but y'all know how it is with allergies. So I was like, cool. 
you know what? Get a mask. Okay, cool. It took this for me to say, I need to start wearing a mask on the outside. You know, and I told the wife, I said, cool, when I'm on the boat, this would be real good because I had a bad experience when I had a motorcycle riding down the beltway, 80, 90 miles an hour. Wind feeling so good, had my face shield uh, just halfway on and feeling the wind, and all of a sudden, it happened. Bug came through and I couldn't get him up. And I was going too fast to do anything else. All I can do is cough, then sooner or later, so I have to make a decision. Well, grandma say what don't kill you, make you fat. <laughs> Had no other choice. So I told the wife, I said, cool, when I'm on the boat now, I'm, I can wear my mask. Because when I'm going through the wind, I won't have to worry about that, you know. And so the thing of it is, but I'm cautious. You know, when we went into, uh, because I have no problem with being at home with my wife. We, we, since we both retired, we be at home all day together and we go places together all the time. But I'm still cautious. When we went to Sam's, you know, I had to refocus Deacon Darrell because I saw the line and I was like, okay, you know, the line, but everybody wasn't standing. They wasn't practicing the, the distance. But a girl was coming around with things to wipe down. I said, that's good. And you know, had the mask and everything. But then we got inside of the store, I was like, oh Lord, there's still a lot of people in here. You know, but practicing. So it's social distancing. And I'm not trying to push that. Uh, I'm just using that to tell us we need to refocus. I could have panicked and say, oh no, I'm going home. Cause I don't know who may have Corona, you know. But we went on through because you had to do. But you have to, again, be cautious. Because the enemy can use anything too. You know, you got to remember that too. So now when we look at it, the writer of Hebrews points us to Jesus. And that's what it's all about. The chief leader, the captain, and the uh, consumerator of our faith. He faced a cross which had shame in it. But he chose to ignore the glory details of the cross. Rather, to look at the joy that was after the cross. And he chose to despise the shame associated with dying on the cross, but rather focus on the results of it. And today, he is gloriously sitting at the right hand of the throne of God, which is a sign of victory over all the work of the enemy. And as we move forward in our faith, there are times we're taking a stand of faith might mean shame and pain. It may mean that. The captain of our faith has shown us examples. So we have to shift our eyes from the chaos and focus on Jesus. And that's what it's all about. Putting our focus on Jesus. And to our young people, it's not just the old people dying, it can affect you all just as well. Uh, this, this epidemic has no racial barriers. I know they say it's more of this color dying or this color, but the whole point of it is people are dying. You know? And so this is what we have to do is reshift our focus because we don't want to shift it to the world we want to reshift our focus to Christ. If we're going to come out of this, if we're going to get through this, it's going to be by the grace of God. And right now, you know what I'm thankful for? Is because this thing is so deadly. When it hit the whole world, just imagine it wiped out the whole world. Every living human being. But yet people are recovering. You know, some are dying, some is recovering. Let's not focus on that because we done saw death. We done saw death many a times before there was a corona. People were dying and we was having funerals. In one month, I think we had about 
three funerals at this building. And we, we wasn't focusing on how they died, we just know they died. Because we believe the scriptures that say it's been once appointed to man to die. So we know that we're going to die. You know, so let's not focus on, on, on the dying part. Let's focus on being cautious and, and focus on Jesus. See, because if you can't look past the virus, then you can't look to Jesus. So you have to look past, this is how I take life, is that, you know what, we got some pretty good leaders in the world, some pretty good doctors, some pretty good scientists. So you know what, they're given that task to try to figure out how they're going to come up with a, with a vaccine or a cure. I don't have to worry about that. That's beyond, as they say in corporate America. That's beyond my pay grade. So God has people in, 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 in position to deal with that. When you go to focusing on trying to, to cure, then what you're doing is that you're focusing on stuff that God did not give you the ability to focus on. So if you don't have the ability to, to, to design or come up with something, then what are you doing? You're putting unnecessary uh, stress and worry on yourself. God has people for that. In other words, you take the ones first responders, police officers. When you go to sleep at night, do you literally lay in the bed with one eye open, watching all night long, or sitting in your chair with your gun, uh, uh, anticipating that a burglar gonna come in? No, you go to sleep. Because why? Even though there's not a police officer standing at your front door, watching your house all night long, you put your trust in God, and you went on to sleep because you know that there are people who in law enforcement that they deal with that kind of stuff. So you know if an emergency happened, you do what you have to do, but you ain't losing sleep because what you are focused on I need to go to sleep and get some rest. So it's the same thing. Don't worry about and get discombobulated with the coronavirus. Be cautious. You know, be cautious. I'm not going to look at everybody that cough have corona, but I'm going to look at if you're coughing in an area, I don't want to be in that area because I don't know. You know, but then there are some things you can't, if you're in the store and someone's standing behind you six or ten feet and they go to coughing, or even if you go to coughing, I'm at least have on my mask. You know how some people do, uh, before Corona came around, it used to disturb me being in the store and then someone be back there and they just, ha choo, ha choo, and I'd be looking like, oh God, really? Where's the manners? They taught you to cover yourself up. I'm like, oh boy, just sneeze in the air. There go all the germs everywhere. This before the corona. It's just good hygiene or good manners, you know. Or oh, y'all know how you did? Before corona and someone be caught, <laughs> I, I would go buy seafood. And, uh, and, and, and uh, I always call this person young lady. But uh, I get in there and boy, she just go to coughing. And, and, and I'm looking, and I'm like saying to myself, he leave the cigarettes alone. You know, they're killing you. So the thing about it is, remember, you don't have to stay up, because watch this here. The Bible says, which one of you can add an inch or two inches to your stature by worry? So it is not your position or task that's been given to you to be sitting up worrying, trying to figure out how you can come up with a cure to stop you from getting corona. That you, that's not, no, listen. God didn't put that task on you. He have doctors, he have scientists, he have all of these people together. That's their task he gave them. <clears throat> okay? He gave them that task. 
and see the suffering part he talks about. Now don't think I ain't suffering with this mask on, but you breathing and you, and you know, it's, it's, it's suffering, but I'm willing to do what I have to do to be a part of the solution and not the problem. Now I know most people are challenged that and say, well, if you want to be a part of the solution, stay home. The governor didn't say I have to stay home. I stay home from not just running the street. The problem is that you, we could come with less than, than with 10 people. Uh, the, the, the problem is people still socially gathering. You still see them at the stores. They're shaking hands. They're hugging. They're still hanging out, you know. So these are the things we have to look at. We have to do our part, too. Just remember, we have to do our part as a people. Okay? And so, when we move forward in faith, there are times, and I'm, I'm almost done here, there are times we're taking a stand of faith means shame and pain. So also remember is that once we shift our eyes from the chaos and focus on Jesus, he is the constant because understand that not only is he is a constant, but focusing on him will assure us of joy in the midst of chaos. And that's what it is. Because as I, I said it, and I'll say it again, right now it's our leader's time. We should be praying for them. You may not like President Trump, but according to the Bible, you're supposed to pray for him. And you should be praying as hard for him as you did for Obama. Because right now he's the president and the Bible says that you have to pray for those in leadership. Everywhere. I may have a disagreement from different point of views with other leaders, but I'm still praying for them because I don't hate them. We just have a different view which brings a different agreement because we often sit down to look at each other's view to see how can it benefit everybody. Now remember, again, don't lose sleep trying to figure out about this. Remember, do what the leaders ask you to do. Obey them. Now the governor said, gonna shut down, because you all know in the beginning, now I'm saying this for the record, for some of you who sit there and judge and don't know what you're talking about, when they first say shut down and you can't meet at the church, we stayed home. We had Bible study over social media and we had our service over social media. And then when the governor came back and said that churches are, now look, I didn't stay woke with all of this. No. I, I let them do what they are in position to do. Now we have to agree with the Bible. The Bible says that God puts the governors in place. So regardless of who don't like Trump, God allowed him. Trump couldn't be there if it wasn't for God. So everything has a purpose. So I'm not losing sleep worrying about this stuff because that's what God put them in office for. In other words, that's above my, 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 well, like she, she came in on that part. She still used that part above my pay grade. You know, that's above, uh, you know, we, we ain't supposed to be worrying about that. They take care of that. You know, when they said they was going to send them stimulus checks, you wasn't staying a woke word about the stimulus check. All you know is going to hit your bank. And when some of y'all heard that ding, one, two o'clock in the morning, you was excited. You know, oh, it's there. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, so the thing about it, look, he, watch how he do. Don't worry about how you're going to pay your rent. Don't worry about your mortgage. See, I'm trying to get y'all to the point where the Bible say, cast your cares, reset your focus. Cast your cares upon him. Everything that's going on, God already have things in order. People was wondering, oh, Lord, I'm, they losing their job. I lost my job. I'm, I ain't going to have nowhere to live. They're going to cut my lights out. Don't work. Look, focus on the joy. Because look what God already put in place. Told y'all God is still in charge. Okay, not going to cut off nobody's lights. 
No landlord is going to evict you. Insurance companies are saying, we're going to take this off your premium. We're going to take that off your premium. So people worried about stuff that they, right now, I, want, I hope this spread across the whole world. If not, I hope other leaders are telling the people, reset your focus. Enjoy life. God already helped. The president all the way down to the janitor in a company, everybody has a Pacific job to do, Pacific job, and they're going to do it well. So you don't need to be worried. You don't need to be worried about that. So as you move forward in your faith, you have to take a stand. You will produce results because of your faith. And peace will accompany you in the midst of the storm. I have so much of peace in the midst of this storm is because, you know what? I trust in God. Now, I don't trust Elder Ramsey. What kind of work you do, Elder Ramsey? Security. Guess what? The owners of the company, when they leave, they don't worry about what's going on at the building. Why? It's because they have people in place whose responsibility is to protect the company. Am, am I right, Elder Ramsey? So, watch this. Deacon Darrell Joe, he may not can go up there and stay all night long and stay woke and watch the company. But Brother Clyde is conditioned to do that. You see? So the thing about it, even in the Bible, the Bible say there are many members but one body. And one can't say that it's more important than the other because everything plays a part. You know? Everything. Tiana, you right-handed, right? Okay. If she had no flat surface and she didn't have, and she had no flat surface to write on and she needs to sign a document, the paper just not going to sit in the midst of the air and she signed it. She, even though she used her right hand for everything, but there are times of necessity that she would need that left hand to hold it. Now, the right hand can't say I'm more important because I signed the documents. Well, if I don't hold the document, you can't sign it. You know? And she could try to figure it out. The left hand can say, oh, I'll prove to you. Or the right hand rather can say, I'll prove to you that uh, I can too. I'm going to hang it. The only way you can do it is hang it on the screen because you have no flat surface. And if you hang it on the screen, Gravity is not going to let you sign it because every time you put your pen to it, it's going to blow. But you can use that hand. So the thing about it is, don't worry. See, being cautious don't mean you're worried. See, worrying is when you're trying to figure out how you can do it. So while everybody's worried about how they're going to pay their notes and everything, you know, God already had this in plan. It was already in his plans. Remember, we talked Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans. That I, that's what he told, he told Jeremiah. He said, Jeremiah, you know what? I need you to go and talk to my people. Because those prophets who I didn't call is telling them all kind of stuff. You go and tell them, I know the plans that I have for them. You know, it's to give them an expected end. So the thing about it is, he said, don't worry. That's why God allows presidents and governors and senators and first responders and all of them to be in place. You know, because if your house catch a fire, ain't nothing you can do. You can go pull out that garden hose, it ain't going to do nothing. But people is already in place. They may not get there to save it, but they're going to get there and do their job. They got the equipment to do it. So you need to be resting in Christ, focusing on Christ. See, because see, watch this. Here's a, here's a something soon as something you see getting ready to go wrong. Even though the police is not there, you have access and you feel comfortable because you can say, you'll say, uh, I'll call the police. And that gets everybody's attention. Most people ain't thinking, 
Oh, I've been to do what I had to do before the police come and gone. No, that gets their attention. So what I'm telling you tonight is be cautious. Enjoy your life in Christ. This is the time to spend some time with God. To talk to him. This is time to enjoy your family. Because, as I told y'all, every level has a responsibility in this whole thing. That's how the world works. God has it like that. Every level. When the woman got sick and used up all her money and the doctor still do, do, couldn't do her no good, God had another level ready. And the levels come as you put them. So the doctors was here and God was here. And it don't make no difference because, watch this, when they couldn't do what they had to do and she came down to Jesus and then he told her, in other words, if you really listen to the wording, he say, woman, thy faith. So what you was worried about was with you already. You just didn't know how to access it because you had your focus set on your situation. And all the time, it was in her. She said, if I could just touch the hem of the garment. So what it is, she reset her focus on Christ. And then when she touched his garment, he said, who touched me? And then he said, woman, thy faith has made thee whole. You know, even the man who, 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 who child died, he reset his focus on not the condition, but on Jesus. And he said, Lord, he, Jesus said, come on, go. He said, no, you know, go. I'm a man in authority. I tell people to do this, do it, and they'll do it. But watch how he reset his focus. He said, I know. That you could speak and, and my child live. And Jesus, you know, according to his faith, it was done. Then when they came and they said, hey, uh, your, your child live. Notice he didn't get excited. See, the only time you get excited is when you really had some doubt and it happened. Now you get excited. The most, and that's okay. But the most fun part glorifying part is when you believe it's already done and when it happened, you really have no because you already know it was going to be done because you know, it's like I already know he could do it. Most time when people get excited is because they really thought you couldn't do it. And when you did it, they got excited and notice they never say oh you did that for me. They say oh man you did it boy. You say you could do it. So he asked them, he said, what hour of the day did it happen? And he remembered, it's at the same hour Jesus spoke it. So I'm telling you again, it's in your life. Peace will accompany you in the midst of the storm. You just sit around and enjoy life, you know. You will produce results because of faith. Don't allow the challenges around you to snub you of the prize of your faith. And I tell people, if, if, if you don't feel comfortable, no one is forcing you to say you have to come. If you don't feel comfortable, stay at home. But don't think home, don't use that as an excuse not to come and worship. And don't never think that home is your most safest place because home is only your most safest place if it's just you and your family in there and you totally shut yourself off from everyone because Tiffany, I'm gonna use Sister Kathy, is the mother of Tiana. That's her daughter. She loved her daughter. She loved her grandchildren. She loved her son-in-law. But guess what? Once she leave from her house and go to the store and come there, their house is no longer a safe zone because they don't know who she's been around. And then Kathy's in, in health care, so uh, because she go to her client's house doesn't make her house safe because the client just lived there, because the client have children that come there and visit her. Or it could be nurses. When you look into the elderly homes, the elderly people didn't go nowhere. 
So it had to be either family before this started or those who was on lockdown, the workers went in there. So not even that was a safe place. The only safe, the place you can make safe is that when you're in there and nobody goes out and nobody comes in. Because when you go to Walmart, Fiesta to get food, you have just entered into a hazardous space. Because you don't know who is who, you don't know what they done touched, you don't know what they done did. So now, when you come back home, your home is no longer a safe place. So you have to understand that. So that's why we're saying focus on Christ. You know, do what they say do, but focus on Christ. So don't allow the challenges around you to snub you. Because I'm, 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 I'm hearing on up now because I need to tell y'all this last part. There's rest of head for those who endure faith. And whatsoever is born of God. And what do you mean about that? In Ephesians 3 and 20, he said, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that work in us. Luke 18 and 27 says, And he said, The things which are impossible with men is possible with God. So this is what we need to be praying instead of worrying about, Oh, I don't want to get corona. God, you know what? I trust you. I trust you, God. And I trust that you have already gotten the of things in place, whatever is going on, you're aware of it. You know, whatever is going on, you're aware of it. Whatever is going to happen, you already know it, it's nothing new. So I'm going to focus on you. I'm going to get my sleep. And God, I'm just going to leave it because you already got people in place. So I'm going to glorify you. Because we have to understand, whatsoever is born of God is victorious over the world, and faith is that victory that conquers the world. So, Lord, I'm praying for my president. When I lay down at night, Lord, you know what? Watch over our president and everyone. Because, you, let me share this. While you're asleep, somebody is woke watching this world. Everybody ain't going to sleep. Because they, God has people in place that they watch him because the, if that's the case, the enemy can easily take over. They can shoot a rocket. I tell you what, you let, you let Japan shoot a rocket this way. It, it could be at 12 midnight, 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I guarantee you there are some things in place that go sound the alarm. And, and because ever, so you can go to sleep. That's why we say military people, we salute you. Because of you, we have the freedom to sleep at ease. Police officers, we salute you. Fire people, we salute you. Ambulance, doctors, uh, nurses, we salute you. Why? You know what? Even lawyers and judges go to sleep at night. But the first responders, those that's in the front of everything, we salute them. Why? Because we can go to sleep at night. God got everything in place the way he put it. And that's why the Bible says Jesus came, that we may have life and have it more abundantly. So now, for the scripture tells us in 1 John 5 and 4, and this is my last scripture, for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So you have to unleash your faith on stubborn circumstances as you keep your eyes on Jesus. That's where it should be. So our business is turning around because of faith. That's, that's, that's how you look at it. My business, everything in my life going to turn around. Uh, because this ease has lost its power over me, and I shift my focus from it to the captain and the completer of my faith. Corona no longer has control over me. Thieves no longer have control over me. Fear no, no longer dominate me. Why? It's because I'm reshifting my focus, and I'm putting my complete faith in the one who is the author and the finisher of our faith. You know, so the thing about it, I want to share with y'all this last point. 
And I, I, I want y'all to listen. All around that's watching this message. And y'all that are, are watching Facebook Live, hit your watch party buttons. Because here's the point. Everybody has, as I told you, God has everything in place. Ministers, Christians, don't think that we're sitting back. It's just not our time yet. You know, we have what? The Army, Marines, Navy, Coast Guard, Air Force, Armed Forces. Now, the first ones that normally jump out is what? The, the, the head of everything is the Army because they, they are like your, your deal. But it doesn't mean that they're more important than everybody else. Because when the battle gets to going, you can best believe everybody's going to be a part of the battle. Because the army probably look and say, okay, we need some more planes to look. This thing went to the water. We, we need the ships now. Okay, hey, this thing got real deep. We need those boys that come in like ninjas. And you can't even know that they're there. They come in and wipe out half of a country and leave back out. So now, here's what I'm telling you all. In this fight of the coronavirus, don't you be worried about all that Jesus, God already got people from the president down, doctors. Let them worry about that. They'll figure out, I guarantee you, God has some good people in position. They will figure out because some person that was evil may have started it. God still got somebody. And it, it, he never says in his word that you're not going to lose lives in a battle. You're going to lose lives in battle. You know, but what, what become fearful if you lose everybody in the battle? So watch this here. Everybody's on the battlefield. Don't you sit idle. You should be praying for them. Because when it's all said and done, it's going to be our time now. And, and what we do in the battle, the president not going to be able to do. The governor's not going to be able to do because what's going to go on is, it's not going to be the virus. It's going to be the mental and spiritual effects of the virus. Now that's when God got us. Now that's when we come in because he said, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. So people going to need, because families are breaking up because of this. Uh, and, and not just because of the virus, is because most of them don't know how to live together. They're like, oh, Lord, I wish I, I can't stay in this house with this one, one more day. They, they don't know how to. So when it's all said, and children driving them crazy. I, I'm telling you all, I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to call no name. But my wife received a call. And it was just someone who watched our services on social media. And they say, you know what? I can't stay in this house another day. I'm about to lose my mind. And it wasn't the point just staying in the house. They're just a worshiper. And they say, I, I, I got to get to the house of God. They say, we're not doing nothing. I have to come down and worship. I got another call today. I, like, what time do your services start? I don't know what was the duration, why the call was made. Uh, uh, what do you do? Uh, Wednesday night, we have Bible study at 7 o'clock. Uh, Sunday mornings, we have Sunday school at 9, morning worship at 10. Hey, I pray and hope you come and worship with us. Now she may want to come out and see if we're practicing. It could have been the news media. I don't know. They probably want to come out and slip and see, are you really practicing social distancing? Well, if they come in here, they're going to see masks. They're going to see everybody spread it apart. And I think most of us is probably more than six feet apart. You know. So the thing about it is, y'all, my closing statement is, we got to be ready. Because people are going to look to the church for spiritual guidance and prayer to get them back refocused. Because this is devastating. And a lot of people is moving by fear and all of that, totally destroying them. So we're going to have our part to do. So that's why you should be rooting for the president, the White House, the governors, the senators, doctors, everybody. 
Because everybody's doing their part now, and then our part gonna come. And you see the governors and everyone is asking people now, pray. So they done called up on us. So what the church should be doing now, instead of looking and pointing fingers as this, and who could have did this, who could have did that, shut up. God sees everything and everything is in his control. Do what they ask you to do. Pray. Pray. That's all he's saying, pray. You know, they're saying pray. They're telling the church to pray. Now that goes to 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, or the other scriptures that tells you that the prayers of a righteous availed much. It's time for us to pray. They ask us to pray. That's what we should be doing. Instead of looking and saying, oh, they ain't this, pray. Lord, give our president his whole staff. Give them wisdom. Lord, touch the minds of the scientists and the doctors that they'll come up with such a cure for this, God. If, it, if it's, if it's going to be done, you're going to have to do it. And I just believe and trust, God, that you have some people in position that you have given them wisdom and knowledge. And it's going to be done. Now, we're going to lose a lot of people on the way. But, God, we know that you're going to stop this before it take out the whole world. And if it take out the whole world, then we know it's rapture time, baby. It's rapture time. It's time to go home. But you can best believe you can sleep at ease. God has everything under control. With you staying woke, ain't going to handle nothing. Just ask God to protect you and watch over you. That's what I do. My son Lee, God, you know, I'm going to sleep. Just watch over that boy. Keep him safe. Make sure he use precautionary steps along the way and make sure he return back home safely. You know, so that, that's all you do. Sleep, enjoy, and get ready. Because when your time is called upon, it's going to be praying, counseling people, and everything. Because they're going to ask you, how in the world did you make it through? Baby, I just put my trust in Jesus. Oh, wow, how did you do that? Stand to your feet. Can you teach me how to do that? Can you pray for me? You know. Father, we thank you for this gathering tonight. We pray that your word bless the hearts of your people everywhere that hear this message and that it will give them peace knowing that you are watching over everything. And you have people everywhere around this world that you have blessed with wisdom and knowledge to do the things. And God, when the cure or the right treatments is in place, I know you're going to release it. So God, we thank you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen.